Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. I'm happy to have you here today. And I'm really excited about this topic that we're talking about. And this is self-confidence. You'll be able to hop in the call and ask questions, as you already know. Confidence is a topic that is very close to my heart. And I'm very excited to talk about because it is one of the areas in which I personally evolved the the most as a person. A few years ago, I used to be very shy and insecure about myself, very self-judgmental, and I had a pretty bad image about myself. I was always afraid to talk in groups of people. And the first time I did public speaking, I remember I literally started crying on stage. But I'll tell you more about that later. I did some things and I used some techniques throughout the years that completely changed my life and that made me the person that I am today. And I can't even I can't even believe how much I personally evolved. And I'm going to share these techniques with you as well. I found one of my old diaries a few weeks ago, and reading it made me realize how I was limiting and inhibiting myself through the beliefs that I had in the past. But first of all, what is confidence? Confidence is an emotion that comes from having positive, a positive self-image. It is knowing that no matter what happens, you will be okay. And trusting your abilities and the fact that you'll be able to handle any situation that you're in. Being afraid or feeling fear is absolutely normal. You know, people think being confident means not feel, feeling fear. But the main goal of your brain is survival. So it will generate fear automatically in any situation when it feels threatened because of uncertainty. It is the role of your brain. It is meant to keep you alive. But fear is not a problem. It was never the problem. Your attitude towards fear is, though. Because fear can can be a very good emotion. And for instance, Fritz Perl used to say that fear is just excitement without breath, for instance. So in other words, fear is just excitement without the embrace and the approval for the sensation. And being confident doesn't mean that you don't feel fear. Being confident means feeling the fear, being super afraid, and still taking action. This is what true confidence is. Fear is a compass showing you where you need to head and what is important to you. Because growth always happens outside of our comfort zone. And as I said, uncertainty causes fear. So usually, When you're afraid to do something like public speaking, talking to your crush, doing karaoke, that is exactly the thing that if you do it, you will grow the most. The first step of developing self-confidence is doing the things that scare you the most. And I'll tell you a little story about myself. I was 16 when I participated at one of my first self-development seminars. 
It was a four-day experience full of exercises and activities. And we had to work in groups. Something that I noticed was that whenever we had to share anything in the group, like talk about an experience or give our opinion, I was always the last person to talk. And not because I wanted to have the last word or anything of that sort, but because I was extremely insecure. In the last day of the course, the trainer told us that we have to do the thing that scares us the most in front of the group. So for most people, it was something like karaoke or doing a comedy show, sharing something vulnerable about themselves. But for me, I knew it instantly. For me, it was giving an inspirational speech. It was the thing that I was most scared of. So I remember the night before giving the speech, I literally couldn't sleep. I was so, so scared that I was considering not to even show up the next day at the course altogether. I remember I was sitting in the chair, shaking, sweating, waiting for my turn to come. And then I heard my name being called and my heart stopped. I started feeling like this, feeling this intense sensation in my stomach. And I, I could feel the adrenaline rushing through my whole body. I never felt so much fear, I'm telling you, in my entire life. I was so overwhelmed that I started crying. But something interesting happened to me. I knew that that was the right thing to do. So I went on stage, even though I was shaking and crying, and I somehow managed to tell my speech. I can't describe the emotion of liberation that I felt knowing that I conquered one of my worst fears. It's that sensation that if I can do this, I can do anything in life. And that was actually the beginning of my journey when it comes to what I'm doing right now as an influencer, coach, public speaker. My confidence blew up after that experience. And that showed me how important conquering my fears is in developing my self-confidence. So what I did after was I did a list of my worst fears, things that I would never even dare to do. And this included talking to a handsome stranger and asking him out, doing psychology videos and posting them online, going alone at a party, speaking in front of a very large audience, doing a comedy show. These were all things that I was extremely scared to do. And actually, I invite you to do the same right now or after you finish listening to this podcast. Make a list of your worst fears, of the things that you would never do. And after making this list, I made a commitment to myself that I would do those things because I knew that the best things in life are out of my comfort zone. So the next day, I went to the shopping mall and I found a handsome stranger and I started talking to him. It was one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. I'm not going to lie to you. The next month, I went to a concert 
all by myself. And of course, it was extremely uncomfortable to me. And I kept doing this. Whenever I felt like I was afraid to do something, anything small, for instance, talking in a group of people that I've just met or dancing awkwardly, anything that I was scared to do, I challenged myself to do that thing. And my confidence grew so much over time. Because with every little thing that I was afraid to do and I was overcoming, my confidence was increasing every time. Because when you conquer your worst fears, it's like a snowball effect. And you automatically conquer all of your little fears as well. Once you prove to yourself that you can do the things that you were you thought you weren't capable of, you start changing your beliefs about yourself and what you are you think you're capable of. So in practical terms, whenever you feel like you cannot do something, challenge yourself and show your limiting belief that it is wrong. Show it that you can do that thing. You'll get to a point where you know that you're capable of anything. And something that we do and that is really wrong is generalizing the fact that you think that you're insecure or that you don't have self-confidence. One of the biggest needs as a human being is to be consistent with our identity and to act, act accordingly. So if you tell yourself, I'm an insecure person or I'm not confident, it will be extremely hard to change this identity because if you identify with it, you will feel the need to prove yourself that this is who you are. And this is completely wrong because you cannot be insecure about everything. So when you say, I am insecure, you're wrong because you're confident to tie your shoes, for instance. You're confident in certain areas of your life. Maybe it is your job or maybe in your relationship or cooking. And you're not confident in other areas yet, like starting your own business or public speaking. So you cannot say and generalize the fact that you're not confident overall. Whenever you find yourself doubting your ability or being afraid of failing to do something, remember a situation in your life where you had these feelings of fear and you overcame it. An extremely powerful ability is the one where you can question your own beliefs about yourself. Remember a moment when you overcame your fears or your failures and let this give you the trust that you need to do it again. You can even do an exercise, for instance, when you close your eyes and you go back to a moment when you were confident, where you overcame your challenges and focus on that sensation of confidence. A really great tool that I also like to use is the worst case scenario. When you're free to do something, right? When you're afraid to do something, write it down. What is the worst thing that can happen? 
For instance, what is the worst thing that can happen if I start my own business or I get in a relationship? Well, I'm afraid that I will fail and everyone will be disappointed in me and they'll think I'm stupid or something. And after you identify your fear, ask yourself, what am I going to do after that happens? Well, I'm probably going to cry for one month. Okay, and what will you do after? I'll change my business plan or I'll get another job. And will you survive? Yes. Will you get over it? Eventually, yes. If you manage to make peace with the worst case scenario, you will not be afraid of it anymore. If you accept the possibility of you failing and know that you have a plan B in case that happens, you have much more confidence to start your own business, for example. One of my worst fears when it comes to public speaking was to get in front of an audience and forget everything that I just learned and just stand there awkwardly in front of them. So at one point, at the beginning, at the beginning of my journey, I was holding a presentation in front of a group of people and I literally forgot everything. I had the biggest lapses of my life. I think I just uh, stayed there for like two or three minutes, but for me, it felt like an eternity. And I just wanted to melt into the ground and I was so, so ashamed of myself. I just wanted to disappear in that moment. So having this extremely embarrassing and awkward experience, I noticed that, you know, I survived and nothing that bad actually happened. I was embarrassed, yes, but I wasn't actually, it wasn't actually as bad as I thought. And also, the people in the room were extremely encouraging and they didn't really judge me. So my worst fear regarding public speaking happened and it wasn't that bad. And I want to tell you, ever since that day, I started to actually enjoy doing public speaking because I didn't think there was anything worse that can happen during a speech. So ask yourself, what's the worst thing that can happen when you're afraid to do something? And then make peace with that. And then ask yourself, what is the most realistic thing that can happen? And eventually, what is the best case scenario that can happen? Another important aspect of self-confidence is self-acceptance. Our personality is constructed through the messages that we receive from our parents and our school, from society, ever since we're babies. And when you're a child, your parents punish you for your mistakes and praise you for the good things you do. So you grow up thinking that if you're not perfect, you're not good enough. And this destroys your self-confidence because obviously you cannot be perfect. And you end up always begging for other people's validation 
because you think you're not good enough and you need others to confirm that. And you just don't believe that until someone else confirms it. This fear of making mistakes also comes from the school system where mistakes define you. I don't know how it was for you, but I remember when I was in school, our, our professors were never telling us what we did right. We're always telling us what we did wrong. There was always highlighting our mistakes. So this fear of making mistakes and failure became very large in our society. We chase perfection. And this fear of making mistakes is what stops people from acting, from taking action. But the thing is, it also stops people from evolving. Because the difference between successful people and others is that successful people are not afraid of making mistakes and failing. If you listen to Gary Vaynerchuk, which has a lot of good perspective on this, you know how important it is to make mistakes. Because if you don't make mistakes, it's impossible to grow or evolve. And making you have to change your mindset when it comes to making mistakes. And this is something that took me a long time. But when I did this shift from thinking I have to be perfect all the time to I want to make mistakes, this is when my life changed. Because I know that making mistakes is essential to anything that I want to do in my life. And I'm happy now when I make a mistake because I know that I'm growing and that I'm evolving. Before, I was afraid that other people will judge me when I made a mistake. But learning psychology and observing the people around me, I noticed that people actually like you more when you make mistakes. Because, you know, we try to be perfect, but perfection is not relatable. People don't like other people that pretend to be perfect because we know that no one is actually perfect. So you're just faking it. So I challenge you to start doing small mistakes intentionally, really. Like do a mistake intentionally, maybe at your job, maybe with your friends, with your boyfriend. Show people that you are not perfect. And focus on accepting yourself when you do that. Because when you start accepting yourself, the good and the bad, your flaws, your qualities, your mistakes, the good things about you, this is when true confidence is born. And I know that maybe you were taught otherwise by your parents, by the school, but you are good enough and you don't need to be perfect. You can't be anyways. So stop trying to project this fake image about yourself onto others. Because everyone can feel that this is actually not real. And I want you to close your eyes now and do a little exercise. Take a comfortable position. And, you know, just relax for a couple of seconds. Take a few deep breaths, breathe in and out, and feel your whole body relaxing. 
as you breathe out. And just take a few moments. And I want you to think about the scenario in your life that stresses you out and that triggers insecurity, that triggers this lack of confidence that you have. Maybe it is a job interview, the thought of a new relationship, starting a new business. Just focus on whatever it is for you. And then imagine yourself in that situation and notice your fear, your insecurity, your lack of self-confidence. And I want you to detach yourself from your body for a few moments and look at yourself as if you were in a cinema room and you were watching a movie of yourself. And you see yourself in that situation, facing that fear. How do you feel about yourself? How do you feel when you look at yourself not being confident? Focus on this. The emotion that you feel towards yourself will tell you a lot about your self-confidence. Many people say they feel anger, they feel shame, they feel pity, they feel bad, they judge themselves. And this shows that you don't accept yourself. And self-acceptance is the basis of confidence. And I want you to start to slowly change that emotion and start looking at yourself with compassion, with acceptance, giving yourself the love and acceptance that maybe you think you don't deserve. And start visualizing yourself as a confident person. You know, our nervous system doesn't do a good job at making a difference between reality and imagination. This is why when you think about a yellow, juicy lemon that was just cut right now, and, you know, you imagine its taste, you'll start salivating. Even though it's just an image in your head. This is the same with visualization and visualizing yourself the way that you want to be. Every night before you go to bed, start thinking about yourself as the person that you want to become. Because your mind will not know the difference between imagination and reality. So start getting practiced experience in your head. Because if you train your mind to believe that you are confident, for instance, think about the scenario that happened that day. And maybe you reacted in an insecure way. And ask yourself, how would have a confident person reacted to this? Or in this situation? 
and start imagining yourself as that confident person. So start seeing yourself as the person that you want to become. And an even more powerful technique that you can use is see other people applauding you. For instance, the person that you crave to be validated by could be one of your parents, for instance, or one of your school teachers that used to punish you and that taught you were a failure. So someone that unconsciously maybe you're seeking validation from. Bring up that person and imagine that they are in front of you. Maybe it's your mom, your teacher, your dad. And notice, observe how they're applauding for you, how they're telling you that you're amazing, that they trust you. And this can feel a little bit silly at first because you think, okay, but this is not real. This is bullshit. As I said earlier, your mind doesn't know that this is real or not. So if you get the validation that you need from the other people and yourself, if you start training your mind to be confident, for instance, you are insecure to talk in front of a group, right? Or to state your opinion in a group. And this is what happens in real life. But then at night, before you go to bed, you imagine that you actually say something. You bring that persona, you create this persona, this confident persona, and imagine what would she say. So now you put yourself in that scenario, and you start seeing yourself as a confident person. Eventually, and don't trust me, don't take my word for it, test it yourself. Eventually, you'll actually become that confident person. So have fun with this exercise and increase your confidence with it. Also, there is a difference between external and internal confidence. There's a difference between what you project and what you feel on the inside and how comfortable you are with yourself. So true confidence is internal confidence. But there is also external confidence. And there are some tricks that you can use to influence or to project external confidence that also influences your internal confidence. And one of this is relaxed body language. So when you're in a group of people, when you're outside, try to spread yourself out. Have a relaxed body language. The more you spread yourself out, the more space you take, the more confidence you'll project. Another trick that you can do is when you talk to a person and they're sitting in front of you, you can lean back in your chair. This will send an unconscious signal to the other person that they need to work for your attention. Also, the body language of a confident person is extremely different than the body language of an insecure one. So start exercising in a mirror, having a confident body language. For instance, sit with your back straight, talk louder and deeper because a confident person will talk louder than an insecure person. 
you know, sit with your back straight, look up, have a power pose. So body language also influences your internal world and how you feel about yourself, not only what others see about you. And another thing that I've noticed in confident people and that I started doing myself and it helped a lot was to walk around freely in a room like you own the space, like you own the place, you know, go and talk to people, walk around like you're familiar in there. So I used to do that, for instance, when I went to a gym or, you know, a new place and I would walk around freely and everyone, literally everyone that got to know me was like, wow, you are so confident. You project so much confidence. But this is not only fake it till you make it. It's also actually, yes, it is fake it till you make it because it actually improves your internal state. So you don't only fake it, you actually make it as well. So this was the podcast about self-confidence. I hope you enjoyed it. And you can, if you have any other suggestions, questions, you can DM me on Instagram. And I would be really happy to integrate them in my next podcast. If you have any ideas of topics that you would like me to talk about, I would be more than happy to do that. So use this techniques that I've given you. Don't take my word for it. As I said in the podcast, I challenge you to try it yourself. One, do the things that scare you the most. Two, ask yourself what is the worst case scenario that can happen. And three, visualize yourself as a confident person that you want to become. Have a day full of confidence. Have an amazing day, my friends, and goodbye.